All right, we are back. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, we messed up our last episodes kind of badly. Did we, though? Well, we'll see. You might get a blooper reel. No, you will get a blooper reel. Yeah, you will. Okay. We'll see. That's funny. No, we are posting that. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Well, let's get into it because we got a lot to say about this topic. We are talking about school. School. But more specifically, we're talking about homeschooling and, you know, (laughs) it's okay. We're talking about homeschooling and more of like our perceptions of school and our What's the word I'm looking for? Experience? Yeah, our experiences with homeschooling and schoolers. And traditional schoolers. And yeah. disclaimer. Uh-huh. Disclaimer. Before we get into anything, <laughs> um, don't take anything personally. No. Nope. If you go to public school, no shame on you for that, man. Yeah, and we're not gonna try to throw anyone under the bus. This is just our personal experiences that we've had with other kids and what we've heard from our yeah. personal friends yeah. Yeah. who go to public school or private school or whatever we're talking about. Like, we're not just making stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> because we want to shit on people who don't homeschool. Yeah, so I was homeschooled in kindergarten to first grade. Then I was in private school. And then I dropped out midway through eighth grade out of private school and started homeschooling again. Mm-hmm. I have been homeschooled my entire <laughs> life, except for preschool, but, like, that does not really count. Samesies. Yeah. So, let's first explain our situation, because um, people get confused, and... <sighs> it's a doozy. It's hard. I hate explaining our situation <laughs> to people. I'm just going to be making, like... Subtle dad jokes the entire time. You just time, took I think. my saying from the last time. <laughs> I said that the last time. Oh, I did? Yeah. Sorry. So, we are all legally homeschooled mm-hmm. in the state of New Jersey. In the state yeah. of New Jersey. <laughs> Ble- <laughs> <laughs> Best place to be. Yeah, Jersey for life. People yeah. shit on Jersey. I don't like them. Stop. But, anyways, all three of us are legally homeschooled in the state of New Jersey. And um, we go to a co-op. The best way of explaining it is kind of almost like a private school. Um, yeah, so we're here every day except Wednesdays yep. from 9 to 3. So mm-hmm. it's pretty much a full like school, school day. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we have the freedom to choose what classes we want to take. There's no attendance taken, uh-huh. so we There's can no leave. grades. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's not really any homework. Mm-hmm. I mean, just for, like, Some I do classes. an English class, and we have stories to read throughout the week. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, I mean, that's the most we're going to get. We don't have any crazy homework. And I lost my train of thought. And I'll pick it up. So we have classes every hour. Mm-hmm. from nine to three they're our classes and we have like normal classes like english math science all of that stuff but then we also have classes that we like request because students you can request classes 
when you go here, you have a mentor, basically, who kind of, kind of like a guidance counselor. Yeah. Yeah. And you can talk with them and they help you with stuff. But also if you want a specific class, if you want to learn a specific subject, they'll help you get a teacher for that. Mm -hmm. So we have classes every hour, but you don't have to go to them. Mm-mm. No classes are required, okay? That's crazy. People don't understand that. We're not required to do math. We're not required <laughs> to do English. If we don't want to, we don't have to. Yeah. Okay? And honestly, some of that stuff, it shouldn't be required in general because what we are able to do here is focus on what is going to forward us in what we want to do in life. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we're allowed to leave campus. Mm-hmm. Campus. campus. Like, serious. Well, we're allowed to leave. Yeah. We can really do whatever we want. Yeah. And yeah. you can lead classes, too, if you want. So it's kind of ideal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we can do whatever we want, and we're <laughs> still learning. Because students, when they're forced to learn about subjects that they have no interest in, they're not even going to retain much of the information just because they have no interest in the subject. Exactly. But, like, we have a spirituality class, and, like, that's my favorite class. Yeah. And I definitely want to do something later in my life in the field of spirituality. So. (laughs) Yeah. And it would be impossible. (laughs) Not impossible, Mm. but very hard to find anywhere else. Whenever I've told Whenever I've told anyone in my life that I have a spirituality class on Mondays, they're like so (laughs) astonished. What? And it's not even like a bad thing half the time. They're just shocked that it's an option to have a spirituality class. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So basically, that's it. In summary, We go to a place like school, even though legally we're homeschooled. We go to a place like school, take classes four days a week. We usually go on field trips on Fridays. Mm -hmm. And we kind of do whatever we want. We learn what we want to learn. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about, I don't know, some warped perceptions about homeschoolers (sighs) and like the stereotypes that we hear all the time about homeschoolers. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of the time a bunch of us, we went to Burger King. And I don't know, it was like some random Tuesday or something. We had some free periods. So a bunch of us walked to Burger King and we sat down next to this lady. And she was like, oh, what school do you guys go to? And we told them, we told her, We were homeschooled, which was a mistake because sometimes people just, they can't fathom it. But we were talking and she was asking us about college. And I remember that. (laughs) I remember Lena, she asked you about college. And you said, you were like, oh, well, I'd love to go to like New York, to the city, to go to like a college there. And she was like, oh, that's so brave of you. Like, and it's you like, really think you can do that? You can go to like, New York? What is that You're not scared mean? to be in New York by yourself? Yeah, I don't even think it was too much about the 
fact that I wanted to be in New York going to college. I think it's the fact that I was considering college in general. And I even <laughs> told her what I wanted to pursue. I was like, I want to do interior design. And she was like, oh, wow, like, that's that's amazing. I can't believe you can do that. And I'm like, of course I can do that. Like, yeah, and I was acting like you're, like, dumb, thinking yeah. you'd be dumb. <laughs> I'm like, damn, like, Jeez. put some respect on my name, please. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. And we get that a lot, yeah. which is really, really it's quite annoying. Not, it's not fun. Like, anytime, even when I'm just at work, if I start having a conversation with, like, a customer or something, and they're like, oh, what school do you go to? Like, when I say that I'm in high school, and half of the time I just say the high school that's closest or the <laughs> high school that I would be going to. Yeah. Because I don't want to get into the homeschool conversation because they have so many questions and it's usually not a fast or easy conversation Yeah, and usually have. even after you explain it, they still don't get it. Yeah. So I, there's really no point to annoy myself with it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to tell you. We're going to explain it here. I want to talk about the stereotypes, like, because there's some crazy ones. The first one, kind of an obvious one, is that homeschoolers are weirdos, (laughs) which might be true. But I just know one time I was at work and I was working with a new coworker and I told her I was homeschooled and she goes, oh, you don't look like you're homeschooled. And I'm like, um, yeah. thanks? Yeah. Like, were you expecting some greasy... That, no, that, that, is, that is what they expect. <laughs> greasy granola girl. Yeah. That is what they expect. And I mean, not to say that there aren't a, a lot of homeschoolers that do fit that description. Just yeah. because I feel like the parents are usually holistic you know yeah well the three of us definitely grow up in that in the hippie side of homeschoolers but i mean if you're a teenager yeah you're gonna i mean you're influenced by so much in life yeah that you're kind of gonna be normal whatever that is yeah whatever that means exactly i mean i think sure every once in a while you'll be at an event and the homeschoolers, they stick out. It's oh, yeah. like yeah. they're not really wearing trendy clothes. They're wearing Keens. <laughs> Shout out. The most homeschooler shoe. Keens sponsor us. And they're like kind of a little weird and you can point them out. But usually most of the time, they just look like normal teenagers. And yeah. act like normal teenagers. And yeah. they are normal teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> what even is normal? I mean, seriously. I think there's a big misconception that, like, we don't socialize. We're (sighs) at home all the time. Just because home is in the name does not mean that we're secluded at home every day. Even us three, as an example, going to a co-op, most homeschoolers have a co-op that they go to. Or do a lot of classes. Yeah, even just online. And... We have, I think, even more social, I don't know, what's the word? <laughs> Vavavui. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm feeling. We have 
a lot of social experience, I think, just yeah. because we're out in the world more normally, I'd say. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're going out all the time. We have, like, it's not that we have so much free time, but we have free time to be out in the world and socializing in so many different ways. And a lot of us now, as teenagers, have jobs, too. It's not like we're just at home. Like, we are, we have social experience. Yeah, Yeah. and school isn't the only place that you can socialize. No. I think people forget that for some reason, but exactly, we're out in the world, and most homeschoolers, they are meeting new people and going to new places all the time. Like, I remember when I was little, I had a co-op, but then there was another separate homeschool group that we hung out with, Mm -hmm. and then I went and did classes over the next town over with a whole new group of people, Mm -hmm. like... You're with a lot of people. Yeah, you're being exposed to, like, so many different things. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that kind of goes into the fact it's that the idea that most homeschoolers are really (laughs) ultra-religious. Which is not true. Like, there's a whole misconception about that, that, like, we're very conservative and we're very religious and... That's just not true. And it's like the idea that people are homeschooling their kids because they don't want their kids to learn about evolution or be exposed (laughs) to how the world works. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, that's just wrong. Well, it's just wrong. And I feel like even for me personally, the way I grew up with my parents being kind of like holistic people... I even, I feel like I have a weird view on homeschoolers where I'm all like, they're all hippies, like, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and the fact that people think we're all, like, conservative, Christian, crazy people, like, I mean, I would think the opposite, if anything. Yeah, well, usually I think they're, like, they're more, like, like, liberal. Yeah, leftist, (laughs) like, whatever, but... (laughs) It's usually, that's usually not the case. Like, there definitely are some people like that, sure, but it's just not in the capacity that most people think it is. Mm -mm. Like, it's really not that common, Mm -mm. you know, and there's such a big range of homeschoolers because, you know, there's two ends of homeschooling. There's the one end that we consider unschooling, which is like... The kids are at the farm. Their parents just say, oh, see you at three. (laughs) And, like, their kids are off doing whatever they want. And then on the other end of homeschooling, there are parents who are trying to exactly replicate school. Mm -hmm. And what we do, we're kind of more towards the unschooling, even though we just have more structure. But that's the thing. It's... It's not just one way or the other. Mm-mm. It's such a range. Yeah. And so to say that they're religious oh. <laughs> conservatives that are <laughs> trying to shelter their kids oh, yeah. is just not correct. Mm-mm. And I think just another thing just to say about stereotypes is that just homeschoolers aren't smart. <laughs> and I hate that we even have to say that, that it's, people think that. It's embarrassing. It's weird when people say that. I really, and I mean, 
sure, I guess, with the unschooling side of it, I guess a kid could have less experience with a certain subject. Maybe they don't know as much as a kid who had that curriculum throughout their life has. But if you were to talk to a homeschooler about a subject that they're passionate about, Mm -hmm. I mean, they're going to know everything. Because we have all the resources to further ourselves in, like, what we're actually interested in. Yeah, exactly. And also another thing that's totally different from traditional school in homeschooling is that everything counts Mm -hmm. in homeschooling. It's not just what you do in your co-op or in your classes. It's in real life. When you're homeschooling, when you're making, like, a transcript for a college, you put in, I put in all the podcasts I'm listening to, Mm -hmm. even just listening to at home or wherever I am. You're putting in experiences. When you went to a museum, you put that in your transcript. You put, I put concerts that I've gone to because that's, like music appreciation. Yeah. So everything counts. Mm -hmm. And it's not like we're just making this up. Like everything you do in life is something you're learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so why, why do we just have this idea that you just have to go to this place, this one place you go for a certain amount of time and you just learn there and then you go home (laughs) and you don't learn? Like, does that make sense? Going to a place, and then when you're at home, you don't learn anything. No. You're just stuck with all the homework. Yeah. So another thing that comes up a lot is that people are confused, especially parents and just people of older generations kind of have a harder time with this, like understanding the college aspect Mm -hmm. of homeschooling, which... I will say, you do not have to go to traditional high school or traditional school to go to college. And also, you don't have to go to college at all. That's another thing. (laughs) But if you do want to go to college, which most people do, you don't have to go to school. Do you really think that out of the millions of kids that are homeschooled in the world, none of them are going to college? Like, No. Here's the bottom line. To get into college, you usually need some knowledge in the basic classes. Yeah. Like, you're going to need to know a little bit of math. Maybe to Algebra 1, Algebra 2. But usually higher than that, you don't really need to know. Unless you plan on going to college for a specific subject that, let's say, is in math. Like Like engineering. Yeah, or like computer science or something. Yeah. You're not going to need to know very high-level math. No. It's just, like, if I want to go to school for art, they're not going to be asking me about doing some crazy equation. No. (laughs) No, yeah, I just heard about this person today that one of the teachers here, like, were helping. Oh, yeah. And she she had no knowledge, like, whatsoever, I think, of, like... Knowledge. (laughs) Well, she didn't, she didn't do any school, like, at all throughout her years of, like, living. So the teacher that's here helped her, and she applied to, like, 
four or five different colleges. Yeah, I think five. And she got into all four of, of them. All of them. Including Rutgers. Yeah. And she's going to Montclair or something. Yeah. Yeah, Montclair State. So like you don't have to know anything. <laughs> well, well, you need to know something, but you don't need much. And it depends. Yeah. I mean, I don't... Yeah, she was just homeschooled her entire life. She didn't go to whatever, middle school, high school. Now she's going to college. Yeah. She's fine. So you really don't need to know that much to get into college. And then I just... I hate the idea. We really need to break the the idea of... There's just one linear path to success. You have mm-hmm. to go to school and then go to college and then get a job. That sounds quite boring. Yeah. And stressful. And there's community college, which I think needs to become more normalized. Because I know so many teens, when community college is brought up, they're like, oh, that's, that's only poor people, like dumb people who don't know what they're doing <laughs> go to community college. It's like, no, it's just like a nice, like chill, like cheap option. You could learn really great things. Yeah. It's kind of... And you can figure out what you want to do. Yeah. You don't... You shouldn't be, like, rushed into college figuring out what you want to major in and what you want to do in life. Take some... Like, take a few years after high school. (laughs) Go to community college. Yeah. Figure it out there. I mean, so much cheaper than paying a full college tuition. Take some time to travel do things that, you know, like, are good for you and are going to, like, yeah, just get real-life experience as an adult. Yeah. And then you could figure out what you want to do and really sit down and send in the applications, pay the big tuition, like, once you are ready for that commitment. Yeah, and my dad, he was a high school teacher for, like, almost 20 years now and he just knew so many kids who graduated from high school and then you know they felt pressured from their parents to go to a four-year college and they ended up going and it wasn't even something they wanted to do and then usually they ended up dropping out halfway through or just realizing that they kind of hated the major that they picked and and then they're like wow I just lost like a whole ton of money. <laughs> whole ton of, whole ton of like money. Thousands of and dollars. A whole ton of time. Yeah. Whole yeah. Time that, that your life. Been, that you could have just been like figuring out and yeah, having like, fun. Explore. I want to travel. Then maybe go to community college, work. And then if I really find a college course that I really feel passionate about, then sure, maybe I'll go. But right now, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. If you don't go right into a four-year college. Yeah. Like, you're going to make it out in life. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to make it out. <gasps> I mean, there's so many people that even at my job, I don't think any of them have gone to college. Or, I mean, some of them did, but they're not, they're obviously not doing what they went to college for. Yeah. <laughs> they're now working at a coffee shop. Yeah. Like, and they're doing fine. That's not to shit on them at all. Like, yeah. They're you doing absolutely, like, absolutely fine. Yeah, just work and live. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's simple as that. You yeah. know? <sighs> anyway, let's talk about our thoughts on traditional school. 
we're going to try not to bash the public schoolers. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, just, this is just what we've heard. <laughs> and I think, I think the big one that should be talked about first is how school contributes to mental illness. Mm-hmm. And I think a great example to start this is here at the co-op when kids visit to join you know, they talk with the staff and everything. And a lot of the times, like one of the staff members will just bring up school and the kid starts talking about school and starts crying. Mm-hmm. It's like they can't even say it. Yeah, It's set that much <laughs> in their psyche. Yeah, and it happens all the time. It's crazy. Yeah. And so that should say something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because most of the time, like kids who come here it's because of a bad experience at school like they're not starting off it for me and Naya it's different like we've been homeschooled and we've kind of just like gone with co-ops you know as we've grown up and what fits for us best at the moment but a majority of the kids that go here had a bad experience with public school and had to be pulled out because it got so bad for them, yeah. and they yeah. can't handle being in that environment. I mean, I couldn't handle it, and I, I can't even say specifically why. It was just, eventually, it just became too much. Like, I was depressed, I was anxious, and it just wasn't good. And I think, like, there's a ton of different factors that it could be. Mm-hmm. But I think one of them is just, it's just an endless cycle every day doing the same thing, doing classes, learning, in quotations, <laughs> learning stuff that you don't really want to learn that much. And, you know, some people, it's good for them. Some they, people thrive with the structure. Yeah, sometimes the structure is good, but a lot of times it's so bad. And, like, tell me why everyone who I know who goes to public school, they're like, oh, I'm just waiting for the break. I just need to be done. That's awful. For me, honestly, I'm excited to go to school or co-op. I'll say co-op, not to confuse people. (laughs) But like on Monday mornings, I'm like, yes, I did nothing this weekend. Now I can go to school and hang out with my friends and do (laughs) classes that I like. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's how it should be. And it kind of sucks that most people... Just do not have that experience at all. Yeah, and then also just the amount of homework, too, that you hear people when they're saying they have, like, two hours of homework a night. Are you kidding me? What even is that? And then it's like it doesn't even always get graded. Like, this is from what I've heard from one of my coworkers who goes to one of the not-as-good public schools (laughs) around here. Um... But he says it's, like, usually they're assigned, like, these crazy long essays, and then, like, the teacher doesn't even grade them, and then it's all mixed up. And for what? For what? Why? You did this for what? (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, I mean, all of my friends who are in public school, like, it'll be hard to, like, plan a day to hang out during the week. And it always has to wait for the weekend, and specifically Saturday. Because, I mean, they even leave stuff till Sunday night to finish. Yeah. I mean, half of my friends are staying up until 
like 1 a.m. Yeah. To finish homework for the next day. And then what? They have to wake up at 5 a.m. to catch the bus? Yeah. You're yeah. losing sleep, which causes to like major depression and mental illness. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> My friend the other day, she was like, she said that she had 10 plus hours of uh, homework that she had to do. And she still wasn't finished at like one. Like, that's insane. And then also with that comes the pressure of grades, which is a whole nother thing about school is crazy that they're feeling, these kids are feeling this crazy pressure to get A's and to do good. And grades don't even really matter that much. No. And it's just that anxiety that it's, it's like you have this constant anxiety about grades. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, about. even when I had more structured classes where I was doing homework and I had homework assigned every week, I even started to feel that pressure of my stuff is getting graded and I have to get an A or I totally just failed everything and I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> and it was like, I would have this like, I mean, and I guess I can't really relate to the public schooler. <laughs> sure. But I understand how... Even just a little bit of homework. Even just a little bit of homework when I would have, like, a maybe two-page essay that I had to do for, like, a history assignment. And it was like, if I didn't get, like, 100% on it, I felt like a failure. Yeah, exactly. It's just the endless cycle of classes over and over. You don't want to do the homework, the grades. And then on top of that, the easy access to drugs in schools. (laughs) I'm going to say it. (laughs) But that's insane because most of these kids are already at least to some extent mentally ill. And then... They have such easy access to every drug. Oh, yeah. Literally every drug. drug. (laughs) Every drug. There is, I mean, even one of the schools around us is, when people refer to it, they even call it, like, oh, the druggy school. Because, like, everyone is doing drugs there. Yeah. Like, (laughs) and that just heightens the mental illness. Yeah. They're told that, you know, it's going to help, you know, it's going to ease, like, whatever, it'll help you sleep Uh and relieve anxiety. Mm -hmm. No. Then you're getting addicted to it, and now you're even more mentally ill. Yeah, and with my experiences with other people, at least, it's like, temporarily, sure, maybe smoking a little weed is gonna gonna chill you out, and you're gonna be like, all right, I'm feeling fine. But in the long run, when you're smoking... And doing whatever other drugs every day, you're just constantly in, like, this altered state of mind, mm-hmm. which in the long run is bad. I mean, first thing, I sound like a weird luxury adult, first thing <laughs> in just your brain development, mm-hmm. but also just in your mental health. You don't think, you think that, you know, you're treating your mental illness by doing this, but you're not. No. It's adding on and it's going to make it harder to get rid of your mental illness Mm -hmm. and that's not to say that homeschoolers aren't also yeah yeah 
exposed to all drugs. All teenagers are exposed to drugs. I think pretty much anyone, all, yeah, any teenager really is going to be exposed to drugs at some point. No matter how sheltered they are, it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. But with public school, it's just made so much easier of an access. And it's kind of normalized there, too, now that I think about it, because... Even the way it's referred to, the school that I was talking about before, like, people literally call it, like, the drug school, because everyone is doing drugs there. And it's weird. Like, people, they look at you sideways. They just accept it. Yeah, people just look at you sideways when you say, like, oh, I don't smoke Nick. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Like... I'm sorry I'm not cool as you, but... I'm not addicted to nicotine. Sorry that I'm, I'm not killing myself. Sorry. <laughs> but it's like a weird normalized thing that it's like if you don't do drugs, it's weird. And it's just adding on to all the mental illness. And it's just, sure, homeschoolers, they do drugs too, but oh, yeah. they don't have the mental illness usually already there brewing and then on top of that having the pressure of doing drugs the pressure and also the, the like placebo effect of it that yeah. is actually helping them yeah when it's not <laughs> all of these kids are a little delulu <laughs> <laughs> but like no shape like we don't want to we're not like trying to no be mean like homeschoolers are exposed to this isn't to say and out all of the public schoolers yeah and be like you're the only ones who are exposed to drugs you know like do homeschooling because you know you're not gonna be addicted to anything (laughs) that's just false the three of us we are homeschooled but we have been exposed i mean it's inevitable if you're a teenager to whatever it was whether it's drugs or alcohol or it'll be something if you're a teenager you're gonna be exposed but I feel like with homeschooling, the pressure to actually do those things when you're exposed to it is a lot less. Exactly. Yeah. I was talking about public school to one of my coworkers, and he told me that when they do drug tests at school, for every one positive drug test they get, they test three other people that they know are negative. Just so their numbers look good so they can still get funding. Like, what? So you are more likely to get drug tested when you're obviously not on drugs. What? That affects you, like, to the max at some point. Yeah. constantly being drug tested because you actually aren't doing drugs. Yeah, and that's traumatizing. I mean, I know. It's definitely... (laughs) Drugs in schools is a big problem, and it's an insanely hard thing to fix because it's hundreds of teenagers in this school, and a lot of them, they have access to the internet, which gives them access to drugs. So we're not saying that, like, schools, you need to do better, but also, it's just a very hard thing to deal with in school. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you even begin to start to deal with drugs? Like, in no. a lot of schools, there's vape detectors in the <laughs> bathrooms and stuff. And, like, they lock the bathrooms during the day, mm-hmm. which is insane. But that's just... Okay, that's a little bit of a reach to, like, solve the problem. Like, yeah. you should always have access to a bathroom. Yeah, sorry. exactly. <laughs> that's basic human rights. And then also, at the school that this guy goes to... He said, there's the vape detectors, and then when one of them goes off, 
a teacher comes into the bathroom and literally goes through everyone's bag. That's just an invasion of privacy at this point. That's like, awful. Do they, like, pat them down, too? Because what if they don't put it in their bag? I don't know. Like, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Usually, it's not in the bag. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna... I mean, if you're trying to hide a vape, I don't think you'll put it in your bag. No. It's gonna be, like, in your bra or something. <laughs> so oh, my God. Teachers, don't <laughs> assault your students. <laughs> They're like, I'm sorry. I have to grab I have to <laughs> Let me grab your nips. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. We have to spread the cheeks. I don't know if you shoved anything up there or not. <laughs> anyway, on a more serious note, one of the other ones I need to get not as far from the mic because I'm going to yell is the literal anxiety of being shot. <laughs> like, I'm what? sorry. The anxiety of literally <laughs> being killed that's at school. Actually, mad. Like that's just crazy. And I don't. Okay, let's not put that out the window for like here. But it's it would be like likely. out of nowhere. Yeah, that it would happen here. Yeah, I mean, like maybe if there was like a really mentally ill our kid. Our co-op. Here, but, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our co-op is in an old Victorian house. Yeah. Like, in a small town. No, it's not, like, a public building. No. Maybe the, maybe, like, the weird drug addict guy's gonna come in here and shoot up. <laughs> no, but it's crazy that we know one of our friends, actually two of our friends, they go to this school, and last year... They were year, having bomb threats. Like, multiple times a week, they were having bomb threats, and, like, literally just, like, sitting evacuated for the entire day. Yeah. I mean, some of them would even get on the bus in the morning and the bus would just turn around because the school got a bomb threat. So it's like, oh, school's called off today. Yeah. what? And like, that's definitely anxiety inducing. And then plus on top of that, being like, oh no, I'm stuck waiting out the bomb threat in the stairwell. I have a 10 page essay I need to do. (laughs) (laughs) My grades are bad. (laughs) Like, what even the... The amount of anxiety. Like, no wonder these kids are going crazy or doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me pop out a joint real quick. Yeah, because. the anxiety. Like, damn. What else do you expect them to do? Yeah, and, I mean, we're not bashing schools because we don't know how schools are supposed to deal with shootings and stuff. No. But that's just another thing about the mental illness that, I mean, it can really destroy you. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that it's just like, I mean, when I would see stuff about that with our friend, she would just be posting it on her Snapchat like, oh, got another bomb threat, like second time this week. It's like, what? How is that just normalized? And you're just like chilling, posting it on your story, and now you're home. Like, okay, slay? Yeah. (laughs) Like, come on. (sighs) Okay. We asked our listeners on Instagram, we put a poll up, or yeah, a, poll. a question box, and we were sent questions that they wanted answers to mm-hmm. about homeschooling. Yeah, so the first one we said was, what issues about school should be talked about more? And the first one we got is, is homework of any benefit in today's schools? I think we kind of we touched kind on that of touched throughout that. the whole thing. But also, but. I think homework can be a good thing. Because yeah. I know for me, like, we have our sign language class. 
and we have homework to go home and finish our story in ASL that we're writing or Mm -hmm. finish or practice your words. Like, that's good. And homework is good when it's a subject that you're actually excited about. Yeah, Yeah. and it's good in moderation. Yeah. Like what we had said before, you shouldn't be going home with hours worth of homework (laughs) that you have to do and get ready by the next day. Yeah, but I do think little bits, and especially a lot of subjects, I think... Homework is definitely of benefit because, like, math, you need to practice it to learn it. Yeah, repetition is key. Like, you're not going to memorize stuff if you just look at it once. you got to keep practicing it and yeah. doing it. Yeah, it's just bad when you're getting so much that it leads to sleep deprivation and <laughs> anxiety and yeah. all of that. Like, that's when you're not benefiting from it at all. And, no, you're not going to re- remember anything or memorize and like the you're fear. just doing it to get it done. At yeah, that at that point you're getting it done, but then it's like you're also kind of scared. It's the fear of like not being successful. Like, oh no, if I don't do this, I'm not getting good grades. So I don't know. I think it's it's helpful if it's more of like an add-on. Yeah. But like yeah. when it's always mandatory and an insane amount, it's just too. It's too much. Yeah. It's too much. Not great. All right, so another question that we asked was, what questions do you have for homeschoolers? (laughs) And this one I like. It's, do you ever feel unmotivated to keep going? Sure, but I think everyone does. Yeah. We have school four days a week. I mean, school in quotations. But we have, it's not that we have to show up every day, but... I mean, there's people pushing us to show up every day. Yeah, and every once in a while you don't show up, and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But our parents, of course, want the best for us and push us to do things. And our teachers. Yeah. And just people in our life, as everyone alive, basically, (laughs) is going to have people who care about them and want them to succeed and yes. Like, they're going to push you to do stuff in your life. Yeah, I think just the ideas from people who aren't homeschooled is that, like, if you're homeschooled and you don't feel motivated, then you just, like, literally do nothing. And maybe sometimes that's the case, but we still have teachers and people, like you said, who are counting on us and who expect us to do stuff. Yeah. And who are encouraging us. We're still expected to show up and put in our work yeah yeah I even have that I mean I have a job I have to show up at my job yeah it's not I'm not just like slacking all the time we're not just like shut in the house no (laughs) just rotting away (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and I mean even if you're in public school or private school if you don't go a certain day because you're not feeling like it I mean like like anyone you're probably not going to be doing anything that day that's the whole reason why you didn't show up yeah everyone has those days so it's kind of the same for everyone it's not just homeschoolers who are going to take a day off and do absolutely nothing yeah that's what literally everyone does yeah exactly (laughs) ebbs and flows that's what life is (laughs) ups and downs everyone goes through it all right and then The last one we had was, 
what is one thing you'd change about homeschooling? <sighs> this is like kind of a broad answer, but I think the whole stigma around homeschooling, which is broad, but it's just the idea of thinking less of homeschoolers and kind of thinking it's kind of like an extra, it's like the last resort yeah. if things don't work out. Oh, yeah. then I'll homeschool. And it's just, I don't know, that feels not great. No, because it's definitely, it should be considered more of a first option. Yeah, yeah. and like an equal to school. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's it's just as equal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just think it's going to take some time to definitely change that. And I think <laughs> this is going to sound dark, but I think as the older generations die out, <laughs> oh, I think I think homeschooling is going to become more normalized, especially since quarantine. And also, that's another thing we didn't talk about, is that quarantine definitely gave people a warped perception of homeschooling because yeah. all of a sudden they just had to teach their kids at school I mean teach their kids at home yeah and literally be with their kids for 24 every, hours yeah a day, 24 seven hours a, a day and now people are thinking like oh this is what homeschooling is yeah like, it's like no, it's, no not. it's not and so I think as like older generations die out <laughs> and because older generations are the ones who are you know, they're more used to the more traditional way of schooling. Mm -hmm. I think hopefully it'll come to light that homeschooling is another option and it's an equal to school. And I think we just need to start thinking about it in a less alienating way because that's what it feels like a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like they're looking over at us in this weird way like, oh... Yeah. They're doing homeschooling, we're doing traditional school, <laughs> we're separate, we're very different. Mm-hmm. I really, I mean, I know we kind of moved on from the topic, but I feel like the pandemic was, you know, it had its ups and downs mm-hmm. for homeschooling, but now I feel like it's a little bit more normalized just when I tell other kids that I'm homeschooled, yeah. like other kids that I meet, it's less of a, like, foreign language to them. Mm-hmm. Because they were able to experience having to do that. And, I mean, a lot of kids throughout the pandemic, I guess it was kind of 50-50, but a lot of kids, I think, really enjoyed being home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, when I say that, you know, I'm homeschooled, they're like, oh, you're so lucky. Like, I loved yeah. being able to be home all the time. And, I mean, they didn't really get to experience, like, how it really is, though. Because we're not home all the time. Yeah, like, I personally would... hated during the pandemic because I dropped I out. and I hated it. And there was, like, online classes. I was like, uh-uh. I want to be out. This is not fun. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, like, we we have classes, like, in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. while, yes, sometimes it is really great to just have a full week at home, you know, be able to do school completely at home in your bed, it's great. Yeah. But it's not like that all the time. And I think that's a big yeah. assumption that is made. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so a last wrapping up thought 
to all of this is first I just I we never said the term self-directed which is a term you'll hear a lot in homeschooling which Mm -hmm. is just self-directed it's pretty self-explanatory um but just look out for that um I think in the show notes we're gonna put some links to resources to learn more about homeschooling Mm -hmm. I think I'm gonna put the link in for liberated learners and the Alliance for Self-Directed Learning, I think. Mm-hmm. Just so people, you guys, listeners, can read about it more and kind of get a feel for it. And especially so you can read about how you can go to college and put together a transcript and stuff like that mm-hmm. when you're homeschooled. So that'll be in the show notes. And yeah, thank you for listening. Hopefully we weren't too rough (laughs) on Uh, other people no offense no offense no offense like seriously i mean i have so all my friends friends are from school like i have more than half of my friends are public schoolers and i have i have nothing against them (laughs) like it's just that's where i get all of my information from yeah yeah all right Thank you guys so, for thank you tuning for in and hopefully we're going to try to start putting out episodes more regularly, hopefully every other week, yeah. maybe more, but we're saying every other week. Yeah, just so, start off slow. Yeah, stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, thank you guys. Love ya. Love Bye. ya. Bye. Bye. This podcast was produced by Naya and Lena Balassi and Loie Gallagher. With music by Peter Gresser, skipping in the no standing zone. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram at partofmyreach.pod. And if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at partofmyreachpod at gmail.com. Love ya! Bye!